0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Well, hello, everyone. It is Massive Late Fee back here with Everybody Lies, our house review show. Today, we are going through episode three, entitled uh, Gout? I don't remember what it's called. Oh,
1: what's this one called? Occam's Razor.
0: That's right, Occam's Razor, which... Uh, for those of you who are fans of Latin, will know uh, o- Occam's Razor is the simplest solution is always correct. Well, as Foreman points out at some point
1: in this episode. And I bet if you started a razor company and called it Occam's, <laughs> uh, people would be dumb enough to just buy it based on the name because, like, oh, I've heard of that.
0: Right? Do you think that that's true? I, I would say for sure. Yes. I would say the simplest, the simplest, simplest solution is usually correct. But is it always correct? I don't know.
1: I wouldn't say always, but it is like ninety nine percent of the time. And that's really uh you know a good um you know slogan for the show itself because often like, even though he suspects all these like crazy like diseases, it's like, Oh no, I'm sorry, you had a fever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also you're paralyzed from the waist down for the rest of your life.
0: <laughs> sorry. And then it's just how shrugging. <laughs> oh man uh, thanks for letting me experiment on you Tuskegee all the way
1: right right
0: but anyway, so this opens up with um a uh, a woman trying to uh fuck her fiance to death
1: <laughs> he's uh he's called into work yeah, his... at first so he just thinks it's his girlfriend, so uh yeah. you know it sounds romantic
0: right exactly but he he calls into work. Uh, because he's got a cough and basically he's just playing hooky. And, you know, she's in bed with him. And they do, you know, the typical PGTV thing where she doesn't have to take off her underpants and uh, never and doesn't take her shirt off so that her breasts aren't exposed uh, while they're having sex. <laughs> because that's, that's right. how we all do it, right? Uh, you know, women keep their shirts on and uh, all we do is unzip our pants.
1: Right. Sometimes if you're in a hurry, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, I mean if yeah, if you if you wanna, you know, rush out to a movie or something. Uh, but anyway, so they uh you know, they, they start having sex and then he kinda collapse. well he yeah, he collapses and you know we
1: get the I feel that everybody collapses and that's the only time people take them seriously in this show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like so far every episode it's like, Oh he's fine. Oh shit he collapsed. <laughs> Wait, he fell down? Right. we got to take him to the hospital now. Oh, he was saying bees were eating his eyes and that the uh, <laughs> flood was coming. Oh, shit, he fell down. Get me, house. <laughs> he was hemorrhaging out of his eyeballs. <laughs> and then he fell down. Uh, they were like, don't be a pussy, walk it off. Right. And he collapsed. Oh,
0: wait, he fell. But anyway, so they, uh, you know, house is talking to Wilson, who is recommending the case to him. And basically, he says, "This is a little, this is a little thing." But this comes up, you know, this play, this little, like, little dance between Wilson and and House. And you know, he's like, "Why do you want me to take this case?" And you know, he's like, "Oh, there's a bunch of sick people in the world and everything." But it's, it is a case that people aren't, you know, figuring out or they can't figure out. So House decides to to take the case, uh, basically and And we we get a little more of it, like I said in the first couple episodes. Cuddy wants him to work in the clinic because she wants him to deal with people because she thinks him dealing with people will make him a better person, and Wilson is doing the the same thing with having him treat patients
1: that but my question is, does that make him a worse doctor if he's with people
0: and it might be it might it might make him a worse doctor.
1: But that's yeah, see, he he's, he's very analytical. He never sees patients to begin with. I mm-hmm. mean, honestly, you could say that if he's the only one who could diagnose these super rare, hard to figure out cases, you know then I mean, why would you waste his time with you know shit that a, an intern could do?
0: exactly? Although it is funny because he has his team perform all the tests because he doesn't trust nurses or. Or you know AIDS or anything like that, and it's like a bunch of stuff that, like drawing blood and shit like that. That yeah, you know that that like nurses and and stuff would would typically do. And you know the the real reason is because we need more scenes with the team, <laughs> and that's why yeah, yeah. that's why he does it. But you know that's his he doesn't trust them. He only trusts his team. That's a that's the justification for it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, I don't even. You or might as well just be like a Charlie's Angel disembodied voice. Exactly. He's never there. <laughs> you know, it's funny, funny. He
0: does do that at some point in the episode. He does do that. He <laughs> there's an there's an episode where he calls on the phone and he's like, "Hello, angels," or something
1: like that. Nice.
0: <laughs> but so uh, they his initially he's he's got a cough. He has a rash. And his blood pressure is high and not, res- or low. Was it high or low? I can't remember.
1: It was very low.
0: Yeah, and it's not responding to IV fluids, which makes sense because, you know, if you, if you bulk up the, the volume of the blood, then blood pressure typically goes up. Uh, so, yeah, it's not, it's not responding to fluids, and, and that's weird. So he, he goes through and he, he writes all these symptoms that the kids got on the board. And, you know, he's like, well, what, you know, what uh, explains these symptoms? And Foreman starts, like, shooting down everyone's ideas, and he's like, well, it can't be this and it can't be that. And House takes a, a book down and puts it in front of him. He's like, if you're going to name all the things that it isn't, go alphabetically. <laughs> um. So he wants to find one disease that... You know,
1: explains we'll, all the symptoms exactly,
0: and there isn't one. They can't find one. So uh, I'm trying to remember what they do. What they do first? He has them. I know he has them. Try to uh, treat the blood pressure. I think they give him antibiotics first.
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so then they start running cultures and everything after they give him an- antibiotics. And uh, Chase, you know, he he kind of talks to uh, the guy and his his girlfriend. And everything, and then he's leaving, and the girlfriend says, uh, "Hey, you know, we were having sex when this happened." And he's like, "Oh, you can't catch it. It's probably it's you know, we ran STD panels, and it's probably not tr- sexually transmitted." And she's like, "No, do you think I could have done this to him? It w- I was being pretty rough." And so then we cut to him telling the the other two about it, and she's uh, Cameron says, "What'd you tell her?" Or, what did you say? And, and she he said, 22 year old guys don't die of sex. And she said, Well, what did you ask? You know, and she, she she's like, If she thinks, you know, it could kill somebody, you should, uh, you know, you should have asked more questions, basically.
1: And got those digits. Yeah, exactly.
0: And so now suddenly he's interested in Cameron. And I don't, there might have been a little. A little bit of a crush before, I guess. It's sort of, it's never explicitly stated, but it's made clear, it's made clearer in this episode. Uh, You know, Foreman's, Foreman was like very recently hired when the first episode came out. And those two have been here longer. Uh, Chase has actually been there the longest. And...
1: So they yeah we get to see some more about their personalities and like how they you know their relationships with each other and how in this episode yeah
0: and they've they've worked together longer than you know those two and and there was never anything before so I really think that this sort of sparked something I guess
1: and and I'm gonna go on record here I think I may have mentioned this before but I don't understand what anyone sees in Cameron I mean I'm not trying to be a dick or anything mm-hmm. I just don't get like House talks about how beautiful she is, uh, chasing Chase and Foreman are like, you know, openly like discussing how fun they are. I, I I don't get it. I'm not I'm not a fan. She's too she's not my type. Yeah, she really narrates her life with cartoons.
0: <laughs> exactly. She doesn't have a, <laughs> a cartoon version of her standing on her shoulder. So And she can drive. But <laughs> <laughs> But no she she's she's real like she's real skinny and she's not like very curvy or anything she's just not really what I'm into so I've never really found her attractive either but Yeah I don't get it to each their own I guess
1: I feel that sometimes in like a TV show, if they like have a role that says like, you know, attractive doctor, mm-hmm. whoever they end up hiring for it, they're like, well, the role says attractive doctor, we still have to treat her this way. So people are like, well, I guess if they're saying she's attractive on the show, I mean, I guess she's okay. Right, exactly. Like the little Jennifer Aniston thing, I, I, don't under, I don't think I've ever heard a straight guy say that he thought Jennifer Aniston was hot.
0: Yeah, there wasn't anyone really hot on that show, friends.
1: No, there really wasn't.
0: Uh, But anyway, you know, uh, so, so she, uh, you know, she says that and all of a sudden, like, he's all a Twitter uh, with, um, you know, with love for her. And Foreman points out, he breaks the little uh, tête-à-tête there and says that they better stop the antibiotics because they're killing him. It's, uh, his kidneys are failing. uh, And he thinks it's a result of the antibiotics.
1: So... I think Foreman definitely, you know, he already was because I had seen you know shows before. But if I was just watching it from the beginning, this would definitely be the episode he became my favorite character. I just love how like he's like always bucking up against House. He's always questioning him. while the mm-hmm. other people are like, well, House said."
0: Yeah, exactly, and that that comes out in this episode too because he, you know, like so he goes in that they they he he says to House, you know, his kidneys are failing. Uh, you know, it's, it's gotta be these antibiotics. And then he, he goes through and he gives, uh, he gives something that he thinks it could be, uh, causing it. And House says, you read the book. And he kind of smiles. So, like, that book that he threw in him, he said, like, you know, go through it alphabetically. He read the entire book. That's how much he wanted to, to solve this case, prove House wrong, you know, be the one to get to, right. to get to the answer. Um... And then they
1: say they say I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. And then House uh, he he has a theory that it's two different diseases. Now it's like um, mm-hmm. a sinus infection and something else. I don't remember what the other thing was.
0: Uh, hypothyroidism.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which I I guess that's kind of weird. The two together would cause that. So they start to treat him for this, you know, because like it's. I don't. Uh, sometimes I feel that they're just way too reckless. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. They, it's, so they immediately like subjected to like the most intense tests and like you know they're just pouring blood out of their <laughs> veins at a certain point.
0: And that's that's the thing too is it's like a lot of times it's not even
1: tests. It's just like there's no time for tests. Treat it. <laughs> yeah, like the Robin the Robin Tooney one. <laughs> they just paralyzed her. I think it, it yeah. was just like a worm in her leg. Yep. They paralyze her like, well, you're gonna die in three days. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then, and really, at the end of that episode, like when she's shocked at like how she just eats pills, she's like, "You mean you can just give me pills? <laughs> <laughs> you need to paralyze me for the rest of my life." Oh my god.
0: Uh, but yeah, so they they start they start treating for for this thing, and
1: and they cut to a Cuddy just like counting like hundreds on of her desk as they do this.
0: <laughs> yeah exactly but so um he uh so he says, you know it's these two diseases we're going to treat for it, basically foreman doesn't uh doesn't agree, and he starts running. He starts running gels for different infections that it could be, basically. And, you know, he says to the other two, he's like, hey, you guys think uh, House is right that, uh, you know, he did his job, all this stuff, then go ahead, go home. You know, I'm going to, you know, run gels. And and so they, they reluctantly go with him. Like you said, they're kind of followers uh, for sure. And uh, so he starts running gels for the different things that it could be. And, um, I'm trying to think what's going, what go, what's going on with house. oh, house is in the clinic. That's what it is. So while this is happening, house, uh, you know, has been ordered to, to do stuff in the clinic and to treat these patients in the clinic.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Now I remember.
0: (laughs) And, uh, so the first, like he, he goes up and he's basically like, um, you know, Hey, I, uh. I have uh, you know board certification in nephrology and infectious disease. Uh, I'm the only doctor who's here against his will. <laughs> uh, I take <laughs> these drugs all the time, uh, and you know maybe you know I, I think that I need him, but maybe I'm just stoned. Who wants me? <laughs> and of course, no one. Yeah, raises. Again, their he, again,
1: he's just openly like you know like using uh, you know Oxycontin or whatever it is he's taking. Vicodin, yeah. There you go, Vicodin. And it just no one even says anything. So this is clearly pre, you know, opioid crisis.
0: Oh, for sure. So he, you know, like uh, the uh, Connie tells, uh, you know, one of them to go in with him, and he quickly realizes that she's getting fired uh, because she's got new glasses. She's just gotten dental, some dental work done, and she's at the doctor now when she's not sick now, but she was a week ago. <laughs> And she says, right. I just don't like people telling me what to do. And you can kind of see the admiration uh, that that house has for that attitude. So he's yeah, like, he, uh, "You tell
1: he likes sc- screw you over the insurance company too. You could tell it would be something he'd enjoy.
0: Oh yeah. So he's like, uh, well, I'll get you in for a full body skin.
1: <laughs> right.
0: But yeah, so he, he, you know, sees a, some patients there and there's not a ton that goes on in the clinic in this episode Mostly, it's him messing with Cuddy, paging her for, for uh, consults on stuff that's, that's easy, basically showing that this is, this is really beneath me. The guy says his throat hurts. He's got a sore throat. You know, he can just take a cough drop. Why do I have to waste my time in this bullshit, basically? And uh, right. he's, he's trying to, to make her life miserable. Because she's making him miserable, and that's that's basically what happens in in the clinic this week.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's like a separate show, really, at this point.
0: Mm-hmm. But so, uh, I think I'd watch
1: a show if it was just the clinic. What do you think? Yeah, I think that would be fun, actually. <laughs> if it was just like a straight up comedy, yeah. Like, I think it completely change the tone of the character. I don't care. That would be fun.
0: <laughs> but so, uh, House shows up, and uh he says so during this time too um foreman points out to cameron that she's gotten under chase's skin and he's like you know now he can't he can't help but think about sex when he's uh when he's looking at you and you know she kind of you know she's like well that's not fair you know because why just because of, like i say i like sex uh if you guys said you like sex that wouldn't mean anything and and house points out that um you know that's how guys are and uh, she's like they should just grow up and he's like yeah that'll that'll happen soon um, <laughs> and he says to him you know hey it's probably negative right uh, you should spin uh you know his urine and uh come back to me when you did and so they do and he says hey it's you know his his counts low how did you know and he said well you should have checked in on him while well, you guys were doing all that stuff because uh I checked it out and he's doing a lot better. And um so Foreman says he says to Foreman, that means uh I was right and you were wrong, I win you lose, basically. And he walks away. Wilson's in the room with him. And after he walks away, Wilson says, Well, you know, why why do you do that? And he goes, um, He says, you know, you make him feel like crap. Uh, and he says, like, Well what would happen if I said, Hey, nice try uh, but, you know, you didn't get it this time. He'd, he'd go home feeling uh, satisfied and, and everything. And uh, Wilson said, so it's better for him to, uh, or you want him to go home feeling like crap? And House says, I don't want him to go home. <laughs> and oh, right. he and he doesn't. He goes back into the lab to try to prove him wrong. And it's it makes sense because, you know, House is smart enough to realize Foreman's, like, you know, very extreme type A personality like he is
1: very driven.
0: Yeah, and that's how that's how he's going to respond and become the best the best doctor he can. You know, that's that's the tactic that he needs to take with him because he doesn't take that tactic with all of them.
1: Just Foreman, I just really. It out. Hmm. What they need, what they should do is uh, reboot House with Foreman as House. Okay. It's Foreman, MD. Okay. Because you know, because you know, Foreman would just be on, like the same surly old asshole that a House is. Mm-hmm. So that'd be fun.
0: They should do that. I'd watch
1: that. And Cuddy's in the show and she's still like letting her like tits fall out. And she's probably like what six you know?
0: She she does dress very provocatively in this show. She,
1: I don't understand it at all. It's 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 distracting. <laughs> whose decision was this? I wonder
0: She you know, they they mention it uh, you know, in, in certain episodes, how she dresses. But yeah, she's the she's the
1: dean of medicine of the entire hospital. Oh, right. When they're making the uh the announcement. And the new dean of medicine is Dr. Cleavage.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, but probably sure has her lab coat it's like cut out so you can see the cleavage.
0: <laughs> but so um his the guy's parents come. I think his name's Brandon? I think
1: Gordon, I think Gordon.
0: Yeah, it's Gordon, that's right. That's a nice callback to uh let's see which one comes out first. Uh yeah, the other one comes out first. Yeah. It's a nice callback to uh dumpster diving.
1: But, uh, yeah. yeah, it is, it is Brandon, yeah.
0: So, uh, Brandon's parents get there and he tells them, Hey, you know, I'm engaged to this girl, and the mom looks very shocked. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that's going to happen, I guess, when a kid goes away to uh, college. Uh, yeah, yeah, get, for his
1: first semester.
0: Yeah, gets engaged to oh, a girl she's never met, and that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I understand the, um, the whole getting like married, like in your early 20s. Yeah. I mean, I see in some situations, like my wife was married before, but she had been with them, you know, for like a long time. Long time, so yeah. Like, but going to like, uh, you know, like, oh, I just met you at college. I mean, they didn't meet on the very first day, you know? Right. That's so, at the maximum, three months, I mean, that you've known this person for.
0: Yeah, I was 20, I think I was 24 or 25, 25, I think, when I got married yeah, the first same. time and that was too young, I think.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it was a you know you had a child and all that stuff. Yeah, which you know, and you assume you know I obviously you would assume you're just gonna be with that person.
0: Yeah, I thought so. I was just an idiot. <laughs> but anyway, um, okay. but yeah, yeah, like like nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. That's that's really young to get married, people.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: So. Uh, House, uh, so this guy, this kid, starts getting uh, starts getting worse again. Somehow he's picked up an infection, they think, so he needs to go to a clean room uh, because you know if he doesn't, he's gonna die. Basically, so they take Wait. him to this clean, sterile room, and House and Wilson are talking. <laughs> he walks up. He's talking about Cuddy and how he doesn't want to kiss her ass and and all this stuff, and. He goes uh thirty thirty-six Vicodin. and, and which is a weird number for prescription by the way, 'cause it's not yes. It's not a month supply. It's thirty-six. So is that what is that like um a week supply maybe or something for him? I mean, are they
1: how often are they supposed to be every six hours or something like that? I think it's like yeah, every six hours or something like that, yeah. So that'd be like nine days worth? That's a that's again a weird number, I don't know.
0: Yeah. But anyway, so uh he's like thirty-six Vicodin. And the guy goes, who's the patient? And he says, me. And, and instead of being like, you know, what are you, insane? Or something, all he says is, oh, I can't do that. And he goes, uh, Wilson's the prescribing doctor. And Wilson just looks at him and goes, yeah. And he just fills the prescription. Yeah, there's no, like,
1: nothing weird about that. Like
0: you said, it's way before the
1: opioid crisis. I wonder how long that... See, I always feel that these episodes have a really weird timeline. Like, I imagine some of them are actually happening con- concurrently. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's a lot of shit going on. And it's only, like, supposed to cover, like, a few years, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, it-
1: isn't it, isn't it a show that's not, like, in, like it's not every year in the show is a year? Or am I mistaken? Like, you know, Breaking Bad is a very specific time frame. It's, like, three years or something. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I think you're right about that. I, I think this this show is supposed to take place over the course of, it's like nine or ten seasons, and I think it's supposed to be about three or four years, something like that. Okay. It's definitely not, yeah. each season's definitely not a year. Yeah. But, so yeah, he, um and the, the timeline on this show always gets kind of messed up a little bit because a lot of the time courses for these diseases, are just, you can't, you couldn't compress them into like an hour of TV realistically because they're like time courses for diseases are so are so different. Like a lot of them are way longer than, than they would be. So yeah, time's just weird in the show.
1: Yeah, it's it's something.
0: But anyway, so um, he picks up the wrong pills, and Wilson says, "Hey, you know, wrong prescription." Also, by the way, there's just a bottle of pills sitting on the counter there. <laughs> I don't know who Great. those are for, but uh, Wilson gives him the right one, and all, all of a sudden, House gets his Eureka moment
1: where he yeah, says, "Which is uh, good." No, sorry. good. Which is which is odd uh, because every episode, every single diagnosis relies on him having a Eureka moment, which he's had in every episode so far.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird. It's one of those things that I think they try to pull from from uh, Sherlock, uh, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes yeah, because Sherlock Holmes always has that that dramatic like aha, you know, this kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I guess if they—I mean, if they, if they made it seem more like he was like had something like on the tip of his tongue, he couldn't quite figure out—that'd mm-hmm. be one thing. But in the house, he literally is like, "Oh yeah, medicine can be mixed up." Yeah, exactly. Golly, golly gee, I got it all figured out. It does make it feel more like luck than
0: anything else. Because which is weird, because you know he is a like as as a character, he is a brilliant analytical thinker. And when you do stuff like that, it does make it seem a little luckier. Like, what if he hadn't gotten Vicodin with uh, with Wilson? That kid would have just died.
1: See, really, if it, if he th- he could reframe the entire show and thinking of him as just a very lucky doctor, mm-hmm. and then all his diagnostic ability seems like shit because he's always getting the wrong diagnosis right away.
0: Yeah, exactly. Until that just lucky by, thing by
1: some. By some act of God, he figures it out by like, sheer coincidence. He's like, oh, yeah, romantic he, fever. He's in, Try that. He's Inspector Gadget. That's what he is. He kind of is, yes. <laughs> and in and, uh, and form his penny running around. Exactly. Saying what an idiot he is. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. He doesn't have a computer book, but he should. Hey, do you think if uh, if House was uh, having a conversation, they just suddenly paused and looked at Chase and said, go make me a sandwich? Do you think Chase would run off?
0: Oh, absolutely! Chase would absolutely go make him a sandwich.
1: Either that, or be like same, same kind as last time.
0: Yeah, Chase kisses his ass for sure.
1: Fucking, as his guardians.
0: <laughs> but anyway, so so he he says, "What was the first symptom? It was a cough." And so he goes and uh, he's looking at all the symptoms. Then you see him. Him, him and Foreman are sort of working. You know they're they're both working around the clock. Foreman's trying to disprove, and uh, House is trying to prove his new theory. And he's I, ostensibly, it seems like he's looking up drugs and side effects of you know certain drugs if you don't have the disease that they're supposed to treat. Um, and you know he comes, he figures it out. It's uh, colchicine, a uh, a gout medication. Um, uh I think colchicine can also be used to treat uh bichette's disease um of course <laughs> uh but anyway so yeah colchicine is as they explained in the show it, it stops mitosis um and it's got you know it's got a lot of uh uh different you know side effects um and uh you know a lot of these side- these side effects are ones that he that he's experiencing so he says um, you know, he's like he figures out that uh, he's been taking colchicine instead of what he's supposed to be taking for his cough. He, you know, he said he went to a doctor uh, for this cough, and the doctor prescribed him medication to justify, uh, you know, the bill that he uh, charges him. And you know, they the pharmacy screwed it up. So. He goes and talks to the parents and the girlfriend or the fiance and says, uh, you know, because it's funny. Like, it's like the family read the script because they they gave him the perfect opening for exactly what he wanted to say. The dad stands up and he's like, oh, you're the doctor. uh, Like, uh, we haven't met. Uh, You're the doctor that he hasn't met. How can you treat somebody when you're not even uh, looking at him? It's like, I I always think it's stupid when people are asking these questions. He has three other highly qualified doctors treating him around the clock. Who is complaining
1: about this? Right. You only have three of the uh, top medical students in their country in here? (laughs) Right. And they're already full doctors. They've got their degrees. They're just like doing a fellowship or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, f- I think later they kind of drop this, like, oh, you're not even here, thing, Because and I'm pretty glad, because he gets very tired very quickly, mm-hmm.
0: and yeah, we get th- it,
1: he's not there,
0: and that's the thing, like, go to any hospital, and uh, and see if you've got four highly trained doctors working at it, like, no one's complaining about this, but
1: anyway, right, and some busty uh, hospital administrator who constantly <laughs> barges in, gives you a good look, exactly, <laughs> she's a whore, <laughs> That's a callback, too, <laughs> but anyway
0: so so house uh takes the opportunity to basically say, Hey, you know, uh, your job's to hold his hand, and my job is to prescribe the medicine." Uh so you know, if I was going to tuck him in at night, that would uh, be stepping on you, you your guy 's shoes who stepped on my shoes, who gave him his cold medicine and it turns right. out it was the mom gave him the cold medicine they go to the Wait,
1: ph- right?
0: yeah exactly <laughs> they go uh they go to the pharmacy. And you know the mom again is incorrect as we will later find out, but she's like, no, those were the pills that uh, that he took. They were little round and and yellow, like newprint, I guess.
1: Like the uh, Weasel Face uh, debut album, exactly.
0: Little round, green. Oh, um, was
1: little green different? Oh
0: know. yeah, little green. Yeah, that's right. Little
1: green different. That's right. I owned Man, that CD. A- yeah, I think I did, too. If Matt Segan's listening to this in our previous episodes, this really paid off for him. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Go check out Weaselface and uh, Matt Segan. Find him. Find him. Um. But anyway, uh, so, uh, like she says, that's the medication that he was taking. And so, you know, House says, okay, I guess I was wrong, basically. Or he's bullied into saying that uh, that he was wrong. And they start treating him for uh, you know something else, and then um, he says the guy the Brandon complains about his fingers tingling and everything, and House hears that and he comes up there barges into the clean room with no no uh, you know things uh, no protection on, and basically says, "Look, I don't know how you got it in your system, but colchicine does its shit in a very specific uh, pattern." And you've, you know, all of it, you, you've got all of it. Your hair's falling out, too. He goes, it's definitely colchicine. I don't know. It, you know, he's like, you take any drugs? You know, ecstasy? And uh, the girlfriend's like, no. And he's like, oh, one time with uh, my friend. She looks shocked. And right. um, and he's like, you know what they call, cut that stuff with?
1: Apparently colchicine. Because uh, it had to get into your system somehow. So, Why is it that uh, people always say drugs are cut with, like, these... Ultra rare substances, right? Exactly. Like Who, if they were trying to save money, like like oh shit, I'll just go acquire some coltrazine. Yeah, know, where the fuck do you get that? Yeah, who's
0: cutting their drugs with a gout
1: medication? Right.
0: I mean, baby powder or something like that. Okay, I get that, but yeah, not these, not these ultra rare things.
1: Right. Uh, it's it's like, like oh oh shit, this this is cut with diamond chips.
0: Exactly. It's like when people are like, Oh my god, my marijuana was uh must have been spiked with PCP. Yeah, because that's that's what people do is they just give away free PCP in their
1: marijuana. Right. Oh man, I get this PCP. I'll just sprinkle a little bit in there, you know, because it'd be much harder to make the marijuana more potent. <laughs> but anyway,
0: so um so they start treating him for the culture stuff and he gets better. Um, except for the cough, because that's the only thing that it wouldn't treat, and that was, you know, he just had a cough, and then all the other symptoms were from the colchicine poisoning. But House can't let it go. <laughs> he needs to know what it was. And, you know, that's another thing that kind of shows us his personality. So, he, uh, you know, he goes to the pharmacy, uh, and... Um, you and again,
1: know we'll, we'll just point out that he's just left there to root through the uh, drugs, and <laughs> just open any bottle he wants, and just... Whoever the fuck he wants a pharmacy <laughs> exactly
0: and but he does end up finding it he finds the the colchicine that um, that ha- it looks exactly like this this medication, and you know, like you see him, he looks like he just got high because he like he puts his head back and like w- breathes a sigh of relief uh, as Wilson pointed, he's like, D- aren't you curious, Wilson about this? And Wilson says, no, because I'm well adjusted." <laughs> Right, which is basically you know exactly what it is. Uh, House is not house has nothing in his life other than other than this, other than solving these puzzles. Pretty pretty much. But that was uh, the episode of House. Uh, I I liked this one a lot too. Another enjoyable episode.
1: I think I think they're getting better. Like they're kind of figuring out the formula a little -hmm. more. Yep. Because I don't think there are any like the weird CGI shots in this one. No, actually, I think there were. No there was one. It. Yeah. What yeah, he explains. Like, oh, look! I hear this with my ear, and here is my <laughs> ear canal. <laughs> That's the anvil.
0: Right. Um, I will say there are, I think, probably three, three episodes of this show over the entire course of the the show's run that I would put up with the best single episodes. Of almost any show, like even Breaking Bad, The Wire, you know, like if you not, not overall, the house is not as good overall as those shows are, but, but single episodes there are like three in house and we're, we're going to get to one towards the end of this first season, um, that I'm oh, okay. excited for you to watch. Which one is it? It's, um, three stories is what it's called. I think it's oh, the okay. second to last episode of this season. Sure. But uh, but yeah, there there are three there are three episodes that I can think of that I would put amongst the best. The rest of them, you know, are, are varying degrees of. Most of this first season is pretty solid, I think, and, and this episode is no no exception. Uh, and then there you know there are some that are not great episodes, and there are some that are yeah. super ridiculous. But um, yeah,
1: I've seen some of those.
0: But yeah, so uh, that is our hey, episode. Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, I'm say real quick, though it might not be real quick. Uh, say you had to rank the best single episode of any TV show, mm-hmm. assuming that the watcher has what knows every they're completely up to date. You know, you can't just pull something out of context and be like, "Oh, look, here's an episode of you know Cheers where you know if you knew this and this, it would you know it's the best episode ever." Mm-hmm. So, what would you say that would be? Like, so, say, say, assuming the person is a fan of the show to begin with. So, okay. You can't just pull an episode like you know. There's a lot of standalone like X Files episodes. You could say, "Oh, that's a, you don't have to know anything except oh, they're FBI agents and look, they're catching a monster." You
0: know? mm-hmm. So I mean,
1: so yeah, I, so I don't have...
0: I don't need to worry about context.
1: Exactly. Yes. Okay. Um,
0: like for example, mm-hmm. I
1: watched the last episode of Seinfeld before watching any other episodes of Seinfeld. Uh huh. That's why I don't like Seinfeld. that much.
0: Yeah, I can see that for sure. Um, oh my gosh. So that is, that is really tough. Um, honestly, I really like, and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's this one. It's, I mean, I like both these episodes, but I'm pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's the first one. Um, it's called, uh, Half Measures. It's um, Oh yeah, that's a good episode. See yeah, from season three of towards the end, I think it's the second to last episode of season three of Breaking Bad. It might be one of my favorite episodes of, of that show.
1: Yeah, I think that's when the show like really took off, like the third season. That's with uh, Gus Friend. Mm. On, that's my favorite favorite villain of all time, I'm almost positive.
0: And um I can't think of his of his uh, of his real name, but but Mike the uh you know the enforcer Jonathan Banks Yeah Jonathan Banks that's right his acting uh when he's telling the story about uh, you know where he says you know I chose a half measure when I should have gone all the way the way the way this shot is framed uh the the cinematography of the shot and his acting in the shot cuz that's what carries a lot of the there's not a lot going on visually they've done what they can to to make it uh, you know, exciting visually, but a lot of it is just his acting and it's, it's outstanding. Like giving this monologue. Yeah, it's,
1: it's a great episode.
0: For sure. Um, and that's, that's one of my favorites, uh, from that, from that show. Uh, I don't know. What about, what about
1: you? Okay. I think my wife is going to instantly know which episode I'm talking about. It's mm-hmm. an episode of the shield. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's the season. There was a, they, they have uh, like a guest star for a whole season. A lot of times in the shield. And this one, uh, Anthony Anderson was a guest star. Okay, and he plays like a uh, he plays a like a drug kingpin who's like you know I think he was recently released from prison and he's kind of like you know taking back his old territory. Mm. And uh, so there, this one episode, like they they take him into custody and they like yeah, you know they they cuff him, but then the the cop is. Uh, He's like kind of like you know he's part of a corrupt unit. Shane uh, is his name. He's trying to you know encourage him to like try and attack him so he could justifiably shoot him because he you know the the guy um, shit what's his name Anthony Anderson's character is uh, I don't remember right now which is uh, which is a shame but uh, he uh, Gordon he kind of no it's uh, <laughs> Gordon uh, but he does he, he notices that he doesn't put his gun up like you know you don't often see police with like you know firearms in an interrogation room. Mm-hmm. And then the way he cuffs up is he kind of cuffs one hand to like the bar instead of like cuffs his hands together, you know, which they normally do as well.
0: Mm. And
1: then so he just like he just unloads that. I mean, like in the most like hateful, like vitriol, like you know, it's the most racist thing you've ever heard. It's it's you know homophobic. It's any kind of you know thing that will uh, cancel you in this day and age. Right. Said in the. Speech. And then he just kind of like you could tell. Uh, Anthony Anderson's acting in this episode is perfect. Like he just like you could see his character, you could see the light go on in his eyes when he realizes what's happening, and you could see the rage just like roaring through him. Like this is a guy who's like used to getting his own way, and and Anton maybe is his name, but he you know he's he, he's like you know he's like a god amongst men. He's a modern day king, and he he just pushes that all back down. He just like politely sits down and like cuffs himself the right way. And wow, it is it is the most intense scene you'll ever see, especially if you're caught up on it. I gotta
0: watch, I gotta watch this show. I'm telling you.
1: It's it's a very good show. Yeah. Like the first episode from the get go, it's a good show.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely. I maybe okay. So, I might try to. I don't know how many episodes it is, but maybe I'll try to like I'll take a, a like a month or a couple months and and try to catch up on it, and we can do a, a special on it or something.
1: We should get my wife on for that one. She's like a mega fan. Oh, for sure, absolutely.
0: Oh well, that is our episode of uh, House and Shield Talk. <laughs>
1: Real, real quick, the meaning of life
0: <laughs> uh, but uh, we will uh, we will see you next week. Uh, you know as always tell friends about us and uh, you know if you're a big fan of house, uh, I don't know shout us out on uh, social media. Uh, are there any things you, you want us to talk about any segments uh, you, you know you want clinic, clinic uh, person of the week or something. <laughs>
1: If you're a house fan, uh, tweet uh, symptoms to us, and we'll try and guess the disease.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's a good idea. (laughs) All right. We will see you next week. Bye.
1: See you later.